0: This week's episode of the Grand Artique Podcast is brought to you by Thorn Brewery. That's right, Thorn Brewery. It's our favorite beer down here in San Diego.
1: San Diego beer, very good. San Diego
0: beer. uh, We're actually sitting just a a few short blocks away.
1: A stone's throw, as they might say. From
0: the Barrio Logan location. That's right, we're recording down in Barrio Logan, San Diego. Uh, And if this was a different time, we'd... uh, Probably just take a little jaunt right over to that place after we're done recording
1: and grab ourselves a beer. Of course Uh, we would. It's not even a probably. We would go over to Thorn Brewing and have a beer.
0: But fortunately, we are sponsored by them, so we have a little bit of the Barrio Lager sitting in our fridge here. So after the show is done, we're going to crack one of those open uh, and enjoy a, a nice, cool drink here on this hot San Diego day.
1: Yes, folks, we are officially the Grand Artique, and we back Thorn Brewing.
0: Uh, you can find their locations in North Park, Barrio Logan, and Mission Hills. Visit their website at thorn.beer. Uh, we're also sponsored today by Rubicon Deli.
1: Rubicon Deli!
0: We just ate a whole bunch of Rubicon Deli before we got that's right. started recording today. And we're stuffed, satisfied. It's been a couple of months since I've been able to get a Rubicon Deli salad or sandwich in my belly, and it was nice.
1: Folks, they have um, a sandwich that's called the Dapper Dipper, which uh, it's a French dip. Uh, or, you know, their version of the French dip. And I had the Dapper Dipper today for the first time with the blue cheese-encrusted bread. <sighs> Satisfaction is coming up short on saying how good it feels when you eat that. Yeah.
0: Now, I I happened to have had... A, I chose to have a salad today. I'm trying to watch my girlish figure. But they do something with their chicken that you don't often find in places. Their chicken isn't that generic... Ge- uh, chicken breast. It's that real. You feel like you're getting chicken off of a, a chicken. It's not. You don't feel like it's one of the. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where? Yes.
1: And well, it, like we've said, they, we know the guys. They go yeah. and they find the food. They search it out. It's not. It's not uh, some of the other places that you know exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's not the. It's not your standard chain, it, it, and it's not even a chain. There's only there's three locations. They're here in San Diego. They are open during the. The uh, the the big pause the global pandemic yeah you can
0: go in well you can go order food from them online or I think probably over the phone yep. go pick it up bring it home yeah you got a meal we you just get one sandwich you could probably feed your
1: family with one sandwich yeah the one full sandwich <laughs> I, I <laughs> ate half of my dapper <laughs> right, dipper today right. and crazy. I'm saving the other half you know and we went uh, boss man Shane and I went and picked up the sandwiches and it was all cool they got it all marked out people are staying separate people are behaving. It's nice and smooth, wonderful food.
0: Yeah. Uh, they've got locations. Did you say that already? But they got locations in La Jolla, Mission Hills, Forest Ranch. So get over there. Come on. Do yourself a favor.
1: Yeah. Get yourself an acai bowl. Seriously, it's not, we're not done. Uh, well, we will be by the time you hear this. But there's an occasion. There's a person out there to send a sandwich to. You could send it to someone else and make their pandemic.
0: <laughs> so go to RubiconDeli.com, your, order yourself a sandwich, go pick it up. You won't be pissed off. Uh, before we get into the next, let's go ahead. And <laughs> <laughs> That's the best.
1: You won't be pissed off. We are the Grand Artique, Can we back. Rubicon Deli.
0: So now is a good time to take a little quick pause and grab yourself a whiskey. We're going to throw them back here. Everybody take your hat off. Low little whiskey. Whiskey.
1: Whiskey. We all made it another week, something special that will be happening for us on this show. As we have already mentioned, we are in San Diego, and the boss man will be joining us. We will be talking to Rutherford and Kayla, his girlfriend, and he is a pin artist, like a hat pin or something you wear on your lapel, something Dan and I knew very little about before we became Grand Artikers.
0: Right. Right. Uh, we'll also have Sally Falls uh, come in, sing a song later on. Before we get to that, uh, we just want to mention that the Grand Artique Office of Finance has got a little grant out. We've talked about this a couple times. It's called the Gag Loan. The Gag Grant. Uh, it's a limited to one-time only loan. It's free money, man. It's stimulus, baby. Grand Artique's stimulating the economy here. So We're going to go ahead and provide straight cash money. What do you need to do to get that money? Well, you need to make a video. Make a video. Something that is reminiscent or something that says Grand Artique about it you know Just, yeah make a uh, connection yeah. to Grand Artique yeah. with your video what is what is the what do you, when you think of the Grand Artique make a video yeah. that reminds
1: you of the Grand Artique or is connected or
0: is some, is some maybe some music that you'd see on the stage uh, at the grand Artique. or
1: act like someone that you met that is in the Grand Artique or or you you decide yeah. you, you and you'd connect in any way you want so
2: right
0: it's got to be one to three minutes. Uh, you got to have it in by May thirty first. All you got to do uh, is take a look at the details on Facebook uh, at uh, the Grand Arctic Facebook page, and it'll tell you what you need to do. Um, it's it's just just get it in there. Make it funny. Make me laugh. Deadline is May thirty first. Come on, it's not a big deal. What else you got to do?
1: Yeah, and it's not a, it's not an overthinker. Sit down and talk straight into the camera. A story that you remember. For 60 seconds about the Grand RT. That's all you gotta do. Or you can put together a musical, put on costumes, do whatever you want, shoot fireworks if it's legal where you are. You know, have a good time. Please, please participate. There's a chance you're gonna end up with $300. The gag. Grand I mean, RT. Yeah.
0: Second place. What if only three people enter? There's three prizes. If you're one of three people, you have a chance to win either $300, 200 or $100. You got nothing to lose. Yeah. You don't know if, a, if 300 people are going to send into this or three people.
1: Right. So send it in. Send it in. Okay. So now uh, Dan and I will chit-chat a bit, and then we'll get to... I wanted to make sure I mentioned that Rutherford and Kayla Hamilton are an artistic collective.
0: Yeah, Ryan Ryan Sowers and and Kayla it. Hamilton uh, make up Rutherford.
1: Yes, an artistic collective. Anyways, so I just wanted to be clear about that because I did say that that Kayla was Ryan's boyfriend. She is Ryan's boyfriend, but Ryan it. is also. Anyways, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. But they're 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 business partners in in the pin business, which we're going to learn about today. After we talk about our week, and then we'll. Here's from Sally. So uh, Dan, how are you? Another beautiful week. We're in San Diego. I mean,
0: uh, if you, I don't. If you told me last week that I'd be sitting in the store, I know. I would have called you a liar. But it's really great to.
1: Yeah, it was weird to venture out.
0: Right. It was strange. Yeah.
1: I had to do a bunch of math. Yeah. Is this is okay. All right. Okay, so we're going to go someplace, and we're going to do something for the Grand Artique, and we're going to keep it under five people, and we're six feet apart, and okay, all right, all right. I mean, life has started in some states, and it's going to... Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? We're not the experts. Yeah, I mean,
0: there's this mix of... uh, There's a huge amount of hesitation in every move that you make right now, as far as is this thing right. But you and I had a weird week as well, because we, you know, we did a we did a job for a buddy for a couple hours. We went and did some. Oh, that's right. Traffic control.
1: Dan and I were traffic controlling (laughs) on a concrete pour in West Hollywood. What a weird time. Yeah. And and you know these are. People who pour concrete are they're, they're hard they're hard, yeah, and they're good like you, you wash out of the concrete world if you're not any good, right you have to be the kind of guy no, like these guys didn't show up late, there was no side they talk. all
0: showed up on brand, brand new, new trucks
1: they all showed up on brand new trucks yeah, you know they're getting paid <laughs> yeah
0: well that's that leads me into one of the things I learned this week is that i I could do that i I could get paid to do that. I know. I don't need a lot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's a good job, man.
1: We got paid for a full day. We showed it. We were supposed to be at work at 7.30. We got there at 7.30. We didn't work until 9.00. We left at 11.15.
0: Now, I don't think that's a typical day for somebody doing that job, but, you know, it was good. We were working
1: with our bud. And it was kind of fun. Like, you got to talk to each car that pulled up, yeah. you know, we're the flagger guy. I've never been the flagger guy. I definitely... I, I I definitely know that at this point in my life, I am I am okay with me as me because I know that twenty four year old of me would have been sitting there going, I don't want anybody to think I'm a flagger. Yeah. You ego. Know? My ego is. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's I'm settled good. out. I mean, yeah. it, it bubbled down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anybody? Any? Any portion of my brain that thought I was going to be the CEO of Walt Disney Corp. Yeah. That that part yeah. is gone. Yeah. Tom not Cruise the,
2: too, yeah, the electric At yeah.
0: no point did I ever think I was gonna be this. Risky er business. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've got I've accepted my lot in life, I think, in a lot of ways.
1: And I enjoy my lot in life. I, yeah. I really was re because of the pandemic and, and, and the loss of work, right? You're left to stare in the mirror and go, Who am I? What am I doing? I'm not working, you know, and and Lucky for me, this time, this this time down my own personal mental rabbit hole, I was getting all these answers. Well, I like me, and 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 I'm not famous, and that's great. I, I can walk around. I can go wherever I want. Yeah. I can go be a flagger, and no one's gonna say anything. Right. Imagine if Johnny Depp was flagging. I, that would be weird. <laughs> Pe- people, people would. <laughs> and I'm no Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, I would love it though. I mean, how far do you have to fall? Yeah, yeah. That
0: would be community you, service.
1: This is, uh, uh, he's gone now, but Gary Coleman, when he, at the end he's of He's a security life, guard. Security guard, yeah. Oh, that. I worked on a security job on the other side of the building on the same team as him. Weird. For Tilton.
0: Yeah, that poor yeah. guy. Yeah. That poor guy, man. His parents took all his money.
1: Yeah. So he was the superstar, and then. The
0: biggest star on television. Really?
1: Yeah. What are you talking about, Willis? Anyway.
0: Well, for like five years—that's
1: that's crazy town. That's oh. crazy talk. Oh man, yeah. This—the big pause has caused everybody to get a, a, a recap on yourself, on your life, and uh well, I—I feel—I feel like it's a brag or what? I don't know. But I've been unfortunate enough to get out of high school and go to a war—the first Gulf War—and so when I got back. I wanted to work with people that I love doing things that I love. And it has led me here. I don't have much money. (laughs) I don't have much debt. But I really, I I like me. And I hadn't been saying that prior (laughs) to the global pandemic. It kind of helped. It stopped the crazy world so that I had a minute to, to take stock in myself. And I hope people are doing that. And I hope people come out of this with a, with, with a new hope with, with episode it, 4 yeah sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah we all want Star Wars episodes how rude <laughs> <laughs> look
1: we're gonna have president or guest. anyways uh, yes yeah, so I you know and I, and I think I, I'm not gonna preach but cause who, who am I to preach but I just I hope that everyone can take a deep breath Enjoy the time off. Keep your guns at home. It's a we, not me. That's it. That's it. That's the end of my stick together, people. You can do it. I've been hearing some crazy stories, and I'm not going to recap them on this show. I know. I know. It was a
0: weird week with all that stuff. I went down some weird rabbit holes that I don't really want to go down to right now because it's just been, you know, you could say I learned some things. That would have been one of the things I learned. And you guys, if you're listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, something else that I learned this week. What else did I learn? Um, I uh, I miss carbs. I miss carbohydrates. That's something I figured out this week. I had two slices of pizza last night. The first two slices of pizzas I've had in probably like six months. And it was awesome, man. I know. It's so <laughs> weird. So,
1: I, I, I'm with you. I have been in those spots in my life. I spent a year and a half as a vegan and a year and a half as a vegetarian. But where's the balance and weight? Because... I get to the end and I go, wait, I just spent six months without this joyous explosion in my mouth. I mean, a nice slice of pie. Yeah, it was awesome. And a beer. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, the pizza was good, but we're not talking the greatest pizza on the planet. And it was great. Oh, yeah. It was so good.
1: Oh, d- oh, you're man. doubling down there because you had spent all that time out away from carbs and then it's global pandemic so we we're not out in these restaurants smelling these smells and I miss restaurants. Woo, boy. Oh boy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and and tied to that was this uh you know, I've talked about it a few times about how I've been on this plan, this program every day just kind of on a schedule, on a routine. Mm-hmm. And I realized this week is that uh I'm uh I needed a break from that. I needed a break. I needed a break from you know a regimented day. Every 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 moment of my day regimented, and because I, I hadn't really taken one, every every like every moment had to be kind of directed towards accomplishing something until you know seven o'clock at night, and I just I just got fried. After cause Pete and I this week finished painting my house, uh, there was a portion of my house that needed to be painted, and we finally finished it, and that was kind of a big goal of mine to get done during this time. And once I, I crossed that finish line. It's kind of like uh, my everything just shut down for me. like uh, my whole kind of systems, all my systems shut down. After that happens to me at festivals, uh, when we when we're doing a build, we'll be building and building and building right up until right up until the gates open at a festival. And once the gates open, uh, you know I'll, I'll 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 be getting up early every every morning and 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 working all day working for 12 14 15 16 18 hours and then the the, the day the festival starts it's like my bo- whole body shuts down and i just collapse like it's I, true. I have like two beers and i'm wasted yeah and you know i just i get just it's like my whole everything just shuts down and i, I can't like and so like that happened to me this week when i when we when we finally got to, I, I finally got a not a huge goal but it was a goal of like that i wanted to get done here and I just I I got through that, and I got uh, the next day I was just like, I don't want to do anything, so so I just for the next couple of days I just I didn't do anything. I, just, I love it. I just, yeah, I just I kind of gave up.
1: My wife has the hardest time doing that. and I, She's getting close. She's getting to the point. Bo- this pandemic is. She's been working, 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 and now she's. I I you know, I've I've never really said this to anybody, but she's she's like, well, what do you want to do? And I look at her and I go, you need. To take a shot of something, get a joint, sit on the couch and watch a movie that you would watch when you were 15. Do something silly. Do something. Because yeah. she's always like, well, let's watch a documentary if we're going to watch TV. She's making everything make count and yeah. worth yeah. it. Yeah. Everything. And I'm like, you need to be silly. Have fun. Let it, let it loose. And uh, for me, I needed the opposite during this. See, you were already on a schedule. I was not on a schedule. I started running when the pandemic came in. I used to run all the time, and running makes me feel damn good. I, I did learn that this, again, that's a relearn. I really enjoy running. It sounds stupid. I, I don't even believe it when I say it. I, but this time I'm sure, like, I really enjoy running. I, it, damn it. I used to say this to people when they would say, what do you enjoy about running? I'd say, no one, I guess this is my pocket. Nobody can fuck with me when I'm running. I, I was really small growing up, and I just felt like I was always being bullied or picked on. You know, probably all in my own brain. I'm not blaming the world. But when I was running, nothing. Nothing except for people looking at you going, damn, that's hard what you're doing. Good on you. And I, that, I love that. I love being in that place. I think it's why I like doing dishes now. i found that I'm really good at dishes. There's not a single person in the house mad at you after dinner if you're doing the dishes. Right. And if, and if you go right to the dishes— you're a hero. And it takes you like a half an hour. And then you're clean. Like, you can go do whatever you want. You can yeah. go watch all the games. Yeah,
0: you can literally <laughs> sit in front of the TV until 2 in the morning. Everyone's like, well, that guy did the dishes. He did the
1: dishes. <laughs> He's out. He <laughs> so, did it. He's good. And that's what the run does for me. Like, my voice, the picks on me that's in my head, shuts up when I went for a run. It's like the other side of me can tell the, the pick on me side, hey, bro, went for a run today. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. All right. All Good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the benefit of. Well, the that's schedule. especially
0: when you do it. Like that's the, if you do something first thing in the morning, you get that run mm-hmm, out of the way, mm-hmm. just knock it out. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, everything else after that, especially in these times, you know, everything else is gravy, and a lot of times it leads to other action. You know, one yes. action leads to the other, and uh, yeah, so. I guess I think that was something. Yeah, the body emotion stays in motion was another thing. I'm like, yeah, Because, yeah. you know, when I was doing stuff every day, you just kept doing it. And then you shut down and you're like, it's so hard to get back going. Okay. Doing it.
1: All right. I can tie those two thoughts together because one of the things I learned this week was, and it's a relearn again. I think a lot of this has been relearns for me, but, uh, you know, going over and painting your house and I did something else for somebody. And it was just like everyone, it was just like everyone knew hey, we're in a pandemic here. This isn't a pay situation. We're helping each other out. And it used to be such a big part of my life, helping people move, helping people paint the house, spread the bark dust, whatever. They're they're trying to cut this tree down today. You know, it's a thing. People would show up and help each other out. And it feels good. It fits right in with the running. You know, a body in motion stays in motion. A body, a person sharing, a person giving, keeps giving. And you'll find that the world around you is giving back to you. I know that's crazy cliche, but in a time where it's possible to argue over toilet paper or, or your personal freedoms or your personal rights or whatever, the we, not me, you know, we're, we're, on, we're, we're on a boat together. And if, if you give, if you share, if you take a step out of line <laughs> and let other people go, I think it's the move. I think that's how we all get there. And if we all want the cheese right now, we all want the cheese, which is, there's a lot of that going on, hoarding, you know, with the meat, with well, yeah, flour, toilet paper, toilet paper, cleaner. and yeah. yeah. If we all want it at the same time, it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. So... Uh, I. I, I, not an answer, just a thought. Anyways, I've been thinking about it a lot because, you know, you're seeing the empty shelves and you're seeing people arguing in and, and the news. and So it, a lot of control issues for people, uh, especially me, my wife, like, y- y- you feel a, an extreme loss of control, you know, because you don't have your normal work, your schedule, whatever. You know, we go to festivals and build these great places and hundreds of people come through and tell us that we're good because wow, this is cool. You did this. Oh, you're good. Well, we're not going to get that this year. So we're going to have to create that on our own. (laughs) I'm talking to myself right now, folks. I'll tell you another thing I've learned is talking because each week i try and check back in with the being quarantined with me. I'm loud. And, uh, and I'm spontaneously loud. And it's not my intention. I'm not trying to hurt you or or, or be a jerk. I'm really not thinking, hey, let me walk, wake everybody up. No, I just, I wake up in the middle of waking everyone up. I'm like, oh, this is not going to work. I'm too loud for right now. Okay. But that said, talking about it to Dan, you know, this conversation is just two of us sitting at a table, but also to all of you guys. It really helps. <laughs> it's like therapy. Talking. You yeah. know, it, 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 it's really helping me. Because in my entire life, I'm 48. And in my entire life, I've not been able to get a hold of this. Like I am spontaneous and loud. And, and this weekly talking about it keeps it present for me. And I'm actually getting a hold of it. I'm not slamming doors right now. I can notice that I'm shutting them quietly. I'm trying to respect my my wife. I, w- I love her. I want to stay with her. And I'm trying to respect her need for quiet. And it's just it's just a different need level. We have two different need levels. Everybody has different needs and different levels of this person thinks that's a yell, this person thinks that's a slam, blah, 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 and And, and it's hard when you're just a passionate, spontaneous person, improv artist, it's hard to keep it at the forefront where you go, like, we got to just take it slow, we got to take it slow. But this conversation with you guys, and if you're listening for the second time or any amount of times, you're helping me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
0: yeah, w- uh, you are, are psychologists out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're sitting on your couch right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind
0: of working through some stuff.
1: Okay. So the final thought, and then I'll be done. My mother was a council psychologist, is a council psychologist forgiveness. And then that one's that's, it's coming back and and I am trying to forgive myself. Like I think forgiveness when you forgive someone even if they've wronged you, I think you do it for yourself. And and when you do it, it lightens your load and you you get to move forward. And and I have been using this pause time for to try and try and focus on gratitude and forgiveness just of myself, right? I beat myself up. I stopped myself I have to appreciate my good things, and I have to forgive myself for my bad things, and I'm trying. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm, you know, I'm trying. That's all, and I'm saying it to you guys because I know if I do, I'll keep thinking about it. So go. thank you guys. Yeah. yeah. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. It's it's the only way to go forward. <laughs> I, my mom told me this for years. I can't believe I'm saying it. Oh
0: boy. Well, we yeah. all become our parents. Yes, right? we end. do. <laughs> uh, I hope not. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Ma. Um. So, something else is coming up here. Even though Lightning in a Bottle, I'm you gonna know, make a nice awkward transition to uh, Lightning in a Bottle is canceled for the event, but they are going to be holding an a digital, uh, an online festival.
1: Yeah, we're um, gonna do virtual lib
0: on the weekend of Memorial Day. So the weekend that it actually would have happened, there's going to be... DJs, there's going to be sketches, there's going to be performances. The whole for a there's couple gonna, of days. I think it's two and a half be,
1: days. So yeah, I think 72 hours. Yeah. Right. Gonna and be and there's going to be speeches, and there's going to be the people who make food at Lib are going to teach you how they make some of this food. The people, the yoga. There's there, going to be yoga, yoga classes. Yeah. The you know the meditation, coffee. You're going to learn about things. It's going to be a good time. And Somebody, there's
0: going to be music. They're going to have. It's yeah. going to be. It's going to be a full on.
1: Live yeah. all the musicians it's, who aren't being able to perform at festivals right. need some place to go.
0: Yeah, it's going to be as close as we can get. Or going to, they're going to. Everybody's working real hard to try and bring this, bring this out and have it be a really great as close as we can do without being around each other. Yes. So uh, I would like to encourage you to check it out. Yes. Uh, we'll have more details in the next in the next episode, but uh, I think they're probably putting out flyers and if you go to the light the to the lighting in a bottle website, there's probably going to be updates there as well how you can connect and yeah. be a part of the festival.
1: Yeah, the next time we talk to you next week, we'll 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 have a list of people who have committed to this, and we'll, we'll let you know what's going on. We'll give you some specifics. But, you know, think LIB. If you've been to LIB, it's going to happen online. And hey, if you've never been to LIB, check it out. Maybe it's something... You know, maybe this is a way from your bedroom that you can see, Oh wow, when the world opens up again. Maybe I, I can like get to do over this. there. Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Might be kinda
1: cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we said it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well,
0: coming up next, uh are we ready to do this? I think we're gonna I think uh, I think we're done here. Well let's go ahead and uh
1: we're gonna welcome in with us Shane Dolan. So you're gonna hear three voices in in the booth boot bl- 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 here talking with us. Shane Dolan, the boss man of Grand Artique, will be with us, and we're going to talk to Ryan, Ryan Ryan Sowers, Rutherford, and his partner, partner Kayla Hamilton. Hamilton, and they are an artistic collective. They do hat pins, and it's an amazing phenomenon. I, I had no idea about it, but it's a crazy world. Yeah. Stick yeah. around. Stick around. Bye.
3: got everything you want and more down at the general store we're making money off your ground scores down at the general store yeah we found it on the ground and we'll sell it for way
4: more down at the general store down at the
5: grand artique we got everything
0: And with us now, we have the artistic collaborative duo, Ryan Sowers and Kayla Hamilton, also known as Rutherford. How exactly does a collaborative duo work? Guys, I am curious. Oh,
1: my. Yeah. What is, what is your <laughs> what, is, what is your guys's definitions of an artistic duo? Right. Is that, okay. is
0: that? Yeah. Let's get right into it. Come on. I, d- I, I know like
1: that. it yeah. takes two to <laughs> tango. Now, tell us, how do you dance?
6: <laughs> well, Ryan is definitely the artist. So we call him Rutherford. <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> it. okay. For... What? It it's it, checking. It started with um like uh, it it started more as like my my project, but then it's evolved uh, as as we've grown um, that Kayla has been helping me out more and more with like the artistic process, helping me come up with ideas and then Recently, Kayla's been helping me with uh, with um, coloring a lot of the artwork, and so Kayla's been getting really good at that, coming up with color palettes and things. And okay. so, and then Kayla also helps with a lot of other aspects of the business, like helping, uh, like back up all the pens, and and talking to people online, and and helping with promotions and things. And so.
0: Well, that's the thing uh, that about we, being an artist, right? That is that people don't really understand. They think you just go into your your safe space and create, and then yeah. you just give it to the world, and it's all there. Whereas being an artist is so much more. There's so much more to it than just like being a creative genius. You also have to be a businessman in some ways, right? Yeah, to be able To, to yeah. be able to do it right, business person, yeah. right?
5: Especially in, t- in today's day and age, yeah. right? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, you but, have to. You have to get out there. You have to put yourself out there. I mean, like there's a, there's a really great book, um, steal like an artist uh, where it talks about like, yeah, like that specific thing where like, it, or no, it's um, it's share like an artist is what it is. And it's, it talks about how like, yeah, the lone, the days of the lone artist back in like, you know, the, the Renaissance period where you would hide yourself in your little hole and, and that those days are, are gone. Like people want to know your story. They want to know what, they want to know who you are. They want a connection with
1: who you are. That's, that's important to people
0: huh that's okay. awesome i love that so uh, we put the cart a little ahead of the horse here I yeah feel we like. did
2: and that's okay you know? because <laughs>
0: I, I mean that's all on me because i just jumped right into it
2: we but.
1: have all of us uh, who are talking here have have spent some time in the field at festivals at the grand artique so uh ryan and kayla are familiar with our tradition of taking a shot so we are going to before we get any deeper into the medium deep waters, we're gonna take a shot together. So those of you at home wanna join along, take a moment, push pause, go get it, come back. Hey, you're back. All, all right. right. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> so so here is to artistic collaboration, and here's to all the people behind, you know, the main guy that we all know, or the main gal that we all know. There are many behind that person helping and teamwork, teamwork, and we'll get through. Life with Art and Team Mark and I got lost, but whiskey.
0: Oh, brilliant! Thank you, whiskey. Good, good whiskey. cheers, Peter. <sighs> whiskey. Ooh, we Ooh. ventured. <laughs> we ventured off the island of Ireland and moved our way over to Scotland for that little whiskey and those,
1: shot. Ooh. And and I did not akin... I um, didn't akin that it was going to yeah. taste you like that. snake
5: whiskey?
0: Yeah. No, oh. we didn't. No, we're we we, we uh, we're cowards. We decided not every to Every man dies. <laughs> but so, not every man well, drinks scotch yeah. whiskey. Uh, apparently, like throwing yeah, up mid-session, I'm surrounded mid-podcast. by a couple of guys who have been uh, spending a lot of time in, involving themselves in the world. Come on, of Dan. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a real big show out on television right now. That fair they're, call. That they're deep into called Outlander, and so I think they my, just wanted my to. My
5: parents were just talking with me about Outlander. I just got off the phone with them.
1: <laughs> well, uh, this, week we, it. this were, week we this week we switched from Irish whiskey to Scotch whiskey in honor
4: in, of
0: Jamie
1: In a salute to James Fraser and Claire Fraser of the Clan Fraser. <laughs> so
0: it just gives. Here is the thing, guys. The thing about me is that I'm usually the one that's deep into, like, really nerdy fantasy stuff. I read the fantasy books. And so I get a lot of shit from people about the books that I read. And so it's just really great that a couple of my buddies are into this soap opera that takes place in medieval Scotland. It's more like a sex opera. I good. Anyway, uh, enough about me. How about you guys? Let's, uh, I wanna, I'm curious as to what – so you're an artist. And a lot of people say they're artists, but what, what world do you live in, in the artistic world? What, 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 what space do you take up?
1: Are you a dancer? Are you a pottery guy? (laughs) I would say that, that,
5: that my specialty is, um, that, that our specialty is, uh, enamel pins right now. We, we focus in limited edition, uh, small pieces of artwork that are collectible and fun to trade and, and, uh, fun to fun to own and 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 yeah that's that's my specialty right now is enamel pins all
4: right Shane. is that as far as it goes with the enamel pins or is it do any of the artwork that you produce get put onto anything other than pins shirts hats maybe a piece of canvas some sort of you know print work
1: just real quick uh, i would like to mention that that is Shane uh, Dolan the boss man who has joined us we are down at the shop uh, and Shane will be
4: Live from the Grand Artique, right here, Barrio Logan, 2244, (laughs) Logan Avenue. Come on down and make a trade. We have plenty of pins, (laughs) but it's not about that. It's about Rutherford here. We're trying to talk to you guys. We're trying to find out about how it works and the pin game and all that it entails. So I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to be part of the show.
1: Yeah, we brought Shane in because he'll have some specific questions to the pin pin art and pin art trading Mm -hmm. world, and so... And what were you saying? Because I, I, I'm interested in that. Is it? Is it? Does the art go from your brain straight onto a pin, and never? It's never a print. There's. Is there ever a, a gallery you can walk through and see all your art, or is it only pins? Does the art go straight from brain to pin, and that's that?
5: Um, sometimes it does. Sometimes it goes straight from like. It all starts out usually as a pencil sketch, like in the sketchbook, and then I'll bring it at the computer, and I'll. I'll uh do more drawing on the computer and then work on the color work on the computer uh, but sometimes I do do original drawings like with uh, I like to use a, a like an old-fashioned dip pen that you dip into like a, a jar of ink and I'll do ink drawings um, I've done some watercolor works um, and then uh, we' I really love uh, screen printing screen printing has been really fun we've done a couple really cool screen
1: prints um, and so um, and and, and for one T-shirt so far. Okay, I was going to say, that's T-shirt action, right? Stickers? And was, I've
4: seen some stickers of yours, you it, know, floating yeah, around.
1: Yeah, we have done some stickers. We've done some really great stickers. Uh, our
5: friend Sean Dede makes awesome stickers, and uh, those have turned out really well. Those have been really fun. And they're always really fun to hand to people. Uh, really great, like Icebreaker, you know, hand them a sticker, and people are like, oh, wow, this is really cool. So that's been really fun. And um, and and then the screen prints, we've done... Uh, t-shirts and then we've also done like uh high quality art prints like on really nice paper and and um and like a four color print and we've had one with glow in the dark so that was really fun um so and so
0: what was your how did you get started here yeah yeah uh, because here's with with me like the pin thing i'd never heard of until we actually went to electric forest We've yeah. been kind of circula- circulating around in the art world and festivals and stuff, and it wasn't until we went to Electric Forest that we actually found out that there was this this pin culture, this whole thing that me happens. Too. <laughs> that happens. Well, we're from the West Coast, and it still actually hasn't really moved out here to the extent that it is in other parts of the country. It's creeping though. It's but it's it's, it's getting me. there. How did you? Yeah. So where, what's what are your beginnings? Where where did you go to art school? Like when? What's your inspiration? Where did you yeah. start?
5: Yeah. Oh man. Uh. Well, I did. I. So, I've, I've started out drawing, you know, and I was, I've been drawing ever since I was a little kid. And I loved to draw even when I was like three years old. And uh, I was always kind of the artsy kid in class. Um, I went to a very small uh, grade school, high school. So, where are you I from? Mean, where is that? Uh, are from Kansas. Kale and I are both from Kansas. Wow. From and, uh, where in Kansas? uh wichita kansas so and i'm uh, from biggest...
6: topeka kansas
5: okay
0: wow city kids
5: <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm a far like i'm a more of a rural kid i grew up outside wichita oh, okay. so my my i went to a small high school called Andell high school which is just west of wichita ah. Any... what
0: was it like growing up there was it would you say that you were in a like is there a big strong art community there were you
5: i would say it's it's it was a little difficult as an artist. Um, Wichita has a growing art scene, but I didn't really know how to access it. Probably back then there wasn't like social media and things to get into that, that you could connect to with it as, as easily. But um, it was it was a little more difficult for me as an artist growing up. It was probably, especially in like a rural community, it was definitely more sports focused. And I was terrible at sports. Right. So, <laughs> most sports at least. Right. So, <laughs> it was a little difficult, but it wasn't. There was lots of inspiration, too, since I grew up like out in the country and I spent a lot of time outdoors and things. I think that was kind of some early, early inspiration forming right there, being out in nature so much.
0: Right. And what about you, Kayla? What was it like for you? What was your what were you doing in Topeka?
6: Um, Topeka, I have a really huge family. My last name is Hamilton and I have. Just
0: Wait, is cousins the, on cousins. Wait, is the Broadway play based off of your ancestors? Uh,
6: oh, my God. That's getting
0: edited out. You're not, related to the president? I'm, I'm not keeping that one there's in. Is that another dad joke? That's da- oh, my God. Oh. This dad joke is brought to you by Rubicon Deli.
1: Rubicon Deli, San Diego's finest sandwich shop. Well, as long as we're dad joking, I want to know if there's any truth to the rumors that your first nickname was Rural Afford.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> this whole segment we're, no, gonna we we're gonna cut. I tried cut it. I tried it.
1: I'm not afraid. I'll flop on my face so that you can sound great.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Rural Sorry. I
0: totally. You were starting to answer, and I just. Yeah. Okay. I just. Him right <laughs> off. That was great. I Trampled right over you. Sorry.
6: <laughs> um. <laughs> A lot of my childhood, I would say, was was big family get-togethers. Um, I was good friends with a lot of my cousins since then. and then artistic wise I've, I've I wouldn't necessarily call myself an artist, but I would say I'm artistic. I heard you um, were coloring. I <laughs> yes, well Ryan, Ryan, over the past couple of years has has been gradually teaching me how to do the colors he still is like he still arranges them but i can i'm getting better at picking the actual colors cool um which is super fun to be able to do that together it's 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 a real nice bonding experience but um my mom my mom actually originally went to college for art and then her mom talked her out of it. And she um, ended up going into something else. So I think I kind of have a little bit of artistic background, but definitely not as much as Ryan. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it was, it was, it's not like you're growing up, you were not exposed to it. It was, it was a probably an important part of your life the whole time that you were growing up because your mom was.
6: Yeah. Well, she, she would draw really adorable little characters and stuff for fun. And she, liked, she made a voice with everything, and she's really good at that. And, and then when I was in high school, I took every art class that I could take, and then I actually talked them into making another art class for me and one other person. And so the classroom had a joining door, and so the teacher was actually teaching a whole other class and she would step into our class every once in a while and be like, "All right, you guys, you two, okay in here?" <laughs> and as long as we were making, as long as we were making artwork, then we got a good grade.
2: <laughs> Gosh,
0: mm. that I just so you guys are aware, I'm probably the least artistic person uh, in. The, on the West Coast, uh, probably on the West Coast. <laughs> okay. uh, That's right. So anybody who can <laughs> hold, a, anybody who can draw like a straight line, I'm in, I'm in awe of, and who can, uh, I appreciate people who can do the business. So it's always, I always like talking to people who who have such, who can just create and inspire. So you guys are in Kansas, you're growing up, doing your thing. Do you guys go to college? You meet in college. What, what, what's the yeah. impetus to start making
1: um, How pin How does art? Topeka meet Wichita? Yeah.
5: Oh, let's see. Well, um, we were
6: set up.
0: What actually didn't know
6: each? (laughs) We didn't know each other until. I mean, we've been together for about a little less than five years, and we, um, two of our friends, set each other up, and it was all history from there.
1: So wait, you got set up on a blind date, correct? Is that what I'm hearing?
6: (laughs) It was kind of more of a get together. Okay. Um, yeah, Ryan, you tell it. <laughs>
5: yeah, well, my friends had told me that that Kayla was really interested in meeting me, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know this girl Kayla," because uh, my friend was was dating a girl at the time who was friends with Kayla. They worked together, and so um, uh, they had said that like, "Oh yeah, Kayla really wants to know, get to know you. She was really interested. Like, you know, we talked about you. And she, you know, she's she really, I think she's, you know, I think she wants to get to know you." And I was like, "Really? Oh, that'd be great." And uh, we—that was, <laughs> as I found out, a total lie.
6: I, at the time, That's was beautiful. like super independent woman. I was like, I don't need anybody. I don't want a relationship. And I told my friend that. And um,
1: they made yeah. a decision for you.
6: <laughs> yeah. Yes, and they were right. They knew me really well. So,
1: so, so
0: you yeah. guys,
6: cool.
1: you guys
0: start dating five years ago. Are you already making like what's going on in the in, with your art career? Like, are you, are you guys? <laughs> Pete wants to know specifically when do you start. When did you actually start boning? But, uh, <laughs> 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 you <making> hand <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. <laughs> uh, I, I but, you said making, <laughs> and I said whoopee.
1: That's all. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say boning.
0: But so so like, were you already kind of in the pin scene at this point when you guys started hanging out? What was going on? Were you or were you making? A, Definitely what, not. Yeah. Like what happened? What was the impetus to you start to like to see? Because right now you're you have you're pretty influential in, in the pin scene. Uh, before that, what were you doing? Were you you were you in art school? Were you making drawings? Were you doing murals? What, what was what was the what were you doing? Were you waiting tables?
5: Um, so I I was waiting tables, right? I was waiting tables. Uh, And then, uh, (laughs) I, uh, I, well, I went to art school at the university of Kansas. I actually, um, I, I started, uh, initially as a journalism student because I did, wasn't sure if I was good enough at art. And, uh, I, I ended up taking an art history class and I fell in love with art through the, through art history actually. And so, um, I, Changed my major to art, and I graduated with my BFA, and then I started working as a um, as a professional illustrator for a paper crafting company in Kansas City. Um, and so I was making like stickers and uh, all sorts of different stuff, like paper crafting kits.
2: Um, then, you can uh, go into
6: like Hobby Lobby and or Joanne's or something and like see he'll be like I made those stickers and I made yeah. this and yeah oh that's
1: cool oh, really that's
5: really fun yeah, hmm. yeah. so yeah. so and people so,
1: were selling your stuff right away
5: I guess so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was a really good job and uh, and it was I worked with a lot of really amazing people and we had a really like amazing office space um, and I got so. And then, so that's I. I had my friends from KU were the ones that introduced me to Kayla. And then Kayla had been going to music festivals. She'd been to a couple festivals before I had. And festivals actually kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> like, they, oh, you're not alone, they buddy.
2: Seemed,
5: <laughs> they, they seemed like this crazy, unknown, like you know, hedonistic. Like I don't know. I just seemed completely out of my realm for back then. For like, I was kind of cutting like straight laced, you know, designer person back then. And so, um, and then I, I, uh, Kayla got the idea to go to electric forest and we, I think it was actually your brother showed us that they were, they were releasing like a hundred tickets, extra tickets by chance that year.
6: Like they were and, sold out and yeah, they were releasing some extras.
5: Yeah. And we just happened to get lucky and get two tickets to electric forest. Um, which I'm really glad that it happened that way because it kind of like made me decide since it was happening so fast that it was like, uh, you, "You're gonna go or you're gonna not go."
0: So, right, you didn't have I a just, chance to think about it. Right, you just, just so like get a it, yeah. get a. You just they threw you on the bo- on the pony and you had to ride. So that's probably yeah. a good idea.
5: That was a very good Grand Artique analogy there. <laughs> <Yeehaw>! <laughs> <laughs> um, but. So we, we went to Electric Forest and uh, we saw that's where I discovered Penn's actually. My first festival was Electric Forest. Oh, and, so, um, man. So,
1: well, you, yeah, your first festival, you walk in and you're like, I know what I'm going to do.
2: <laughs> it,
5: was, it was amazing. Like, Electric Forest was incredible. It was 2016. Um, and
6: 2016, right, Kayla? I
5: think I so. Right. Um, and I saw, like, people um uh, wearing these incredible pin designs i was just like what like this is awesome right and yeah. and so i i started like researching it more and then uh kayla your brother showed us like a lot of really incredible artists that were in the in the uh, pin game and i was just like this is amazing this is so much fun like these little creations have so much potential and they're so beautiful and i like i was so inspired you know the, the whole environment of the electric forest was really inspiring all these people being really friendly and, and all the amazing music and all the creativity and people being so nice and like you know it just it just was super inspiring to be around that and so i i came back and i drew this crazy washer pen <laughs> And washer design. It's called the woke washer now, and it was um, it was kind of a expression of of my experience of, of going to the festival and and uh, and becoming a new person. Like I've drawn these appliances all the time, and, uh, and right.
1: Oh, so you I, are the I, washer, I, maybe? Yeah, kind of. You know, yeah. Oh,
5: cool. And and so. Yeah, we made the woke washer, and like I wasn't gonna make it at first. And I remember Kayla, your brother was like, "Oh no, you gotta make it. You have to make that into a pen." And I was like, "Are you sure?" And so we made the washer, and I mean, we, the rest are. We started going to festivals, and slowly but surely, like, there's a whole other, like, there's a lot more to it. We can get more into that. But
1: I feel like I've been talking a whole
5: lot.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> no I mean, but no, that's, no, that's why you're here. right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why
1: we're here. We're exactly here. what we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you feel like you've been talking a lot, let me tell my side of the story when Ooh, I met you. <laughs> What's that? You okay? We don't want you to talk too much. Oh, no, no. You don't want me to talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I had, I, I... I think Dan and I can agree on this. I had no idea that there was a whole world of these people trading pins. And we had right. been going to Michigan and we start seeing these pins. I think it's
4: safe to say none of us had yeah. an idea. That really? Is that they, true? Yeah. I don't know. I had no clue. You yeah. had no clue. Yeah. So, no so clue. the
1: boss man I didn't know. So I was told – I saw the pins. I look at them. I'm like, wow. I'm looking at your pins going, wow, this guy, he's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> and And what's funny to me is to hear you say – 2016 Forest is your first festival and that you're kind of a straight-edge guy and you thought of it as this hedonistic thing. Because I look at your pins and I go... That dude can take nine hits of acid, hit, streak burning man. <laughs> I, like like I think that that's the partyingest person I've ever met in my in my life. Oh and then Oh my God. And well, I actually I, mean,
5: I didn't get to the part after 2016. I heard so right. I, mean. well, I and I didn't get
1: to really meet you until I think the last electro four was the first time I really get to spend some time with you. You're such a sweetheart. You're such a sweet guy. I thought you were gonna come in as like you know, like the DJ attitude—like I'm the coolest guy in the room. Don't talk to me. Get away from me. And you did not—you were not that person. So it's interesting to see. Obviously, this must be somewhere in your brain uh, how the pins come out, and then to hear you tell that story. And and I I would have been like, ah, this guy's from Berkeley. You know, he's he's he grew up in a Burning Man family, but oh it's, wow, it's, it's, you never really know when you look at somebody's art. <laughs> So where is your inspiration? Like, where do you see these things? Where uh, The things that I've seen on your pins, like, where, what, what? So you just, tell me. How, tell me, it's, how does this, yeah, how does this come to you? Where's it's, your
5: inspiration? It's, um, man, uh, it's been a long journey. Like, it's, it's taken a long time to, like, uh, develop. Each drawing you make, it, like, kind of teaches you a little bit about yourself, I feel like in some kind of weird way, like, and so these, the, the style, like the, I play with a you know a few kind of different styles, um, and I kind of like blend them together sometimes, but uh, the, the style of, like, I, I focus a lot of, like like, I really enjoy, like, multiple pieces coming together to form, like, a whole part, and, like, playing with the idea of, like, three dimensionality versus two dimensionality, and, like, things becoming flat or 3D all at once and it kind of comes with this like idea that uh one thing is not necessarily just one thing like it's 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 a collection of many different things like you know just like I was using like the we were talking about this the other day and like a like a tree and like a tree is 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 uh, not just a tree but it's like a collection of cells and all of these different systems that keep the tree working and then like the tree may be part of a forest and the forest is part of all these other like ecosystems and things like that. And, and then like, even in your own mind, like a tree can represent all of these different symbols and things like that. And so like a tree can be many different things all at once. And so it's kind of fun to represent like the different aspects, the different facets of, of, a, of a single thing and kind of deconstructing it into all sorts of different fun, Ideas and and abstractions and things like that, and kind of representing that visually. And so,
0: would you say playing that, with that oh, is fine. <laughs> yeah. Would <laughs> oh, no, you go ahead. would you say that that uh, like what what genre would you fall in? Would you say it's psychedelic art, or or are your influences are your influences largely from other artists in the field, or do you have influences from outside of of say the the pin world, or from psychedelic art, or? Ooh you know like where where would you say you're drawing like what are what are your what's your dna
5: oh man i think my i get really excited thinking about um mobius you guys are you guys familiar with john gerard he's an incredible artist like one of the greatest drafts people of all time like and his work is super psychedelic um super maybe cerebral is a word for it mm-hmm. like um so i really like um to classify my artwork you could say maybe it's psychedelic but maybe cerebral might be a better word i don't there know there you go um maybe that maybe that sounds too pretentious
0: <laughs> no 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 i mean <laughs> you know i'm asking you to label it i can't oh. nobody's nobody's going to judge you when you actually put, a, put an and I,
5: yeah. it yeah <laughs> uh, but there's and i really like uh when I was like Salvador Dali is really cool like the way that he combines all of these different environments and like I really loved his artistic process and he was just a really fascinating person and right. then um, I love and then I guess maybe in a broader sense like I love art history I really am fascinated by how like art and art is like a product of like the of the cultural you know rumblings of the time and how that like you know What's going on in in the world of, of everyday people? bubbles up through this artwork, all these visual representations, and so I love the idea of, of referencing things throughout history. I think that's really fun. Like even like through modern times, all the way back into you know classical stuff, and that's that's really cool to me. Um, well, that's your history, so,
0: right? That's your that's your where you started, right? Was in art history, and so it probably yeah. like the fascination with that probably translates still.
5: Yeah. And so, um, and then in the and I'm definitely inspired by like what's going on in the pen world also, like there's some really great artists out there. Um, uh, Haya Av is, is, she's, she's amazing. Um, a, a Benet, I believe is how you say his name. <laughs> there's kind of a joke of how do you pronounce it? Um, he's an incredible artist. Um, and then, uh, Lex Newtho, one of the most popular artists I uh, he's from Kansas city also. Um, uh, there's a lot of really, really great work out there. in Setagris. like all the work that artistry and like Pookster, those are two big production companies in the pin world. Um, a lot of really great artwork coming out of there. So it's really Fig. fun. If Fig, yes. Fig, Lex's brother <laughs> is
2: also really good.
5: It's hard to name them all.
2: <laughs> so do you guys like go <laughs> so to I'm camp sorry, Mike, and hang out?
0: What's the, it? Been... Do you guys like, are you guys all like, uh, do you guys go to camp and hang out and bullshit? Are you guys friends? What's the, what's the culture? Like, are you guys somebody pals? Or is it competitive? Yeah, what's, right, the, yeah. what's going
1: on there? When all the pin guys are in one room or pin mm-hmm. people, what what uh, what's it feel like? Oh man, the tension is, is
5: yeah. palpable. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, is is you it like know, I, I actually haven't got to hang out? We haven't got to hang out with uh, many many of the pin artists for very long. I've met like Kale and I. You have, have met have met like Lex and and Haya briefly.
4: So when you guys are talking about all these different artists um, that you know you've you've met briefly some of them you've hung out with this and that and uh, have you ever been approached by any of them to start the collective? I know that there's, you know, the Artistry Collective and there's all these different pin collectives. Have are you guys part of any of those or do you do any of have you been asked to be in the collective? Is that a thing? Am I way
1: off? Yeah, explain to me who has no idea what the heck is it? <coughs> What what is that? What a collective. So I we've we've done a pin through artistry before,
5: uh, but we've never been specifically asked to be a part of a collective like might be a be a artist for a specific collective. Um I don't think. Have we Kayla?
4: <laughs> and would you do it even if you had? I mean, is it something that you'd be interested to team up with people and work together and um, and if you can explain it a little bit to the people listening that what a collective actually is, what, what some of the artists are doing.
5: We kind of, I'd, I'd say it's kind of, kind of fun being, being our, being our little, you know, individual like art group, like at least on Facebook. Cause a lot of this is based on like Facebook groups, like Facebook groups really run a lot of this particular sect of pin world. And so it's kind of fun being our own thing, but I mean, we're always open to like collaborations and things like that. That's always been really fun. We've done a couple collaborations and, um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's, I don't know if we'd want to be necessarily like just specifically associated with one collective. It's kind of fun to be, be an individual and, and be able to like work with a whole bunch of different, different collectives perhaps, or anything like that. I mean, that doesn't necessarily, I guess, mean if we, if we would join one collective, but at the moment it's kind of cool just being a being our own our own thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So so where are you right now because I hear the noise of rain. It must be rain. I'm not sure where are, where are you guys at right? Now?
6: <laughs> so we so. actually we live in a a self-converted RV sort of or a mobile home. Uh, we bought a, a cargo van and we turned it into our home. And um, just about six months ago, we've completely moved into it. So we full-time live in it. And so it's raining right now. And it, the rain against the metal van <laughs> Is a little loud, so I apologize for that.
1: Don't How's apologize. It, hey, that uh, makes you guys ten <laughs> times cooler oh, than most people we know.
0: It actually it helps the ambiance right now. I'm feeling like yeah. It's it soothing. It's nice. I feel like oh yeah. I just yeah. want to sit down and listen to a podcast. Right yeah, now. yeah. Public <laughs> broadcasting. You know? It's like a crackling
1: fire <laughs> or something. If you hear hear glasses clanging together, we're about to talk to the bartender.
0: Oh, it's great. It's great. (laughs) Uh.
1: Where is the van parked right now? Where is it raining?
6: We're in Arizona. Uh, Flagstaff, to be specific. But we've actually been in Arizona for about a month and a half, and it hasn't rained a single time. And the time that we are doing a podcast and and the sound matters, it has to rain.
1: (laughs) I think it makes it better. It adds a little flavor. That's what we like to call the Hickensian bump. Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: uh, Hick, my last name's Hickey, so he likes to refer to anything that good happens as a Hickensian bump. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys got the bump.
5: Some good luck that
1: surrounds yeah, you. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Luck you know, the luck Irish. the Irish. Uh, so what do you guys got coming up next? What, do, what can we look forward to here?
5: Let's see well the the current state of affairs has made things really interesting with like in terms of travel and going to festivals because that's kind of really been our schedule maker over these I'm sure it has been for you guys too like oh yeah it, it, <laughs> like without without these festivals, what do I do? Um, but we uh so next we
6: we've really I, just been kind of hunkering down making artwork trying to be inspired by our surroundings um and then trying to stay connected online right because we, def- we definitely miss miss all the connection we miss being able to see members of our facebook group at festivals That's going to be tough not seeing them this summer
5: yeah um, we were fortunate to go to we... Okeechobee. though that was fun oh yeah that's that the last like, one right that was yeah that. <laughs>
0: everything got shut down after that
1: yeah. So. Did you see Jive Joint out there? Oh we my did. God, yes,
6: we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> love that the Jive. That was join. awesome. that might be like my favorite part. That's
1: also one. of those gigs. guys. I I work yeah. with them a lot. I I am one of the Jive Jointers. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's. I mean, it's one of the. They they're like old family for us. The Jive Joint. Yeah. They, we've always it, Electric Force. They actually used to be right behind us, behind our area. Yeah. So, yeah. Back in the old days. So we would just That's cross-pollinate right. quite a bit. So I know we have something going on with you guys, right? Isn't there? Don't we have some sort of a, a pin drop or something happening? What Can you explain to the people listening what exactly we're going to be doing? Yeah. Either Shane uh, or, or you?
4: Well, I think Rutherford should take the lead on this. It was his idea, and we're just humbly accepting. <laughs> and you know, one of those things where you get this call, and you think, wow, why us? And Rutherford, <laughs> take it away. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, I I well, I have to give credit to Kayla cuz it was her idea actually. <laughs> um, but so we have this uh pen called the Seed of Friendship and I don't know, Kayla, do you want me to do you want me to keep going? Or do you want to explain it?
6: Um, well, you can explain the pen, I'll explain why why grand our peak. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, I think that um, being artists and starting off um, walking the campgrounds and and doing everything we could to try to get people to notice our artwork, um, it was really difficult. And um, I really admire every artist now that puts themselves out there. And we're very fortunate now to have an online following and to be able, through this time, even though we don't have events, we can still um, get by through our online following. And so we have the seeds of friendship and we were originally planning on bringing them to festivals and making it like, you could only get them in person so that like you had to get them with your friends. You couldn't just order them online. Um, and so we decided that like, well, who, who in the festival world do we consider really good friends and, and who do we admire and who do we, um, like it just, it was obvious. I was just thinking of the Grand Artique and, and, and how, um this past couple of years they made us feel incredible and and how much they put themselves out there and how goofy they are and
0: goofy and no that's sex goofy.
6: appeal <laughs> that's straight sex appeal yeah. Oh yeah I mean everything it's um it's goofy and driven and I mean it's impressive and and it's courageous um, I feel like what the Grand Artique does and we just were like, well, they aren't able to go to festivals. So I don't really know what's what's going on there, but I, I would really love to reach out and see if there's any way we can help because we're fortunate enough to be able to continue on through this pandemic. And so that's kind of how that came up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. And But oh,
0: what are you guys so, actually yeah, offering? Yeah, yeah, well, what, what is the offer? The, the, what are you offering? Oh, what's, okay. what's, so what's, what's the go. details? Yeah, what did you come up with? <laughs> yeah.
6: And so Ryan, do you wanna take it from here?
5: Uh, sure. Uh, um so we were we're gonna be dropping the seed of friendship um May twenty second, uh for it's a Friday at uh, six PM Pacific time. And uh, uh during the like for every pin that we sell, we're gonna donate fifty percent of the profits to the Grand Artique. So to benefit um, artists of the Grand Artique and I Oh really? I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's really oh and cool. So it's it's just been uh, you guys have helped us out a lot, you know, and like, like we've done the quests at Electric Forest and um, and uh, helped us do those things and have been really supportive of our work and 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 so really, really just wanted to say you know thank you to you guys and show our support in some way and so it would be a really fun. Fun way to do this, to like to to share our support to you guys in any way that we can. So
0: that's great. And
5: damn, that is humbling. (laughs) As I said, yeah,
4: (laughs) (laughs) it feels good. And you know, it's sad too. On because we were this year was going to be the first year you guys were going to. We had been talking, and they were going to come out with us and get tickets through Grand Artique, and uh, they were going to work shifts in the store and do a little work trade for. Some time with the Grand Artique, and we were gonna actually bring them on. We're gonna um, grind them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They were gonna <laughs> yeah. see. They were gonna see behind the curtain you know, a little bit.
1: That'll happen. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah, that's a
0: that's that's a good way to make sure nobody comes back. Yeah. <laughs> it was a two-year contract, like always. <laughs> it was uh, always we'll a two-year always see the deal. Once you really get in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so great. Wow, that's, that's that's super nice. Yeah, very kind. All right, thank you guys. Sure. So, so let's go over the what's what's the what's the date and uh, where can we find the pin drop? Where do, do we have those details yet? Or is that stuff out there?
5: Yeah. So I uh, we'll be dropping on May twenty second. That's Friday um, at six p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and then um, the will be on our website, which is shoprutherfordart.com. All right. Wow. Okay. Shoprutherford dot Shop shoprutherfordart.com
0: okay we'll put that make sure that's on our on our Facebook page and all the other good goodies goodie goodies wow that's incredible uh well so have you guys had dinner yet what are you guys gonna eat yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding shrimp
6: tacos (laughs) shrimp
1: tacos I'm jealous is that a barbecue situation (laughs) are you outside of the van (laughs) barbecuing not in the rain well
6: we (laughs) not in the rain we actually, we, we have an oven. We have a, a little oven in our, in our van. Sweet.
1: <laughs> and so are you guys, are you guys parked outside of town up on a hill kind of thing? Are you away from yeah, town or are you in town?
5: We're, we're... in a beautiful forest right
1: now. It's, yeah, we're cool. in, I think it's Coconino
5: National Forest. Oh, wow. Big thunder. Are you, um,
1: are you near the whoa. Naval Observatory?
5: We're close. Yeah. We're pretty close. Very nice.
0: Yeah, I'm looking out the window. We
6: better move by the time this podcast is posted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where are you headed next? (laughs)
2: They can't divulge all that. They've got a whole bunch of treasures
0: in there.
6: We're going to follow the
0: weather. Ah, that's smart. Very smart. Well, Tomorrow may rain. We've been
5: wanting to come out to California. Yeah? But it's... Oh yeah. It's like, I mean, I guess we've, we've been wanting to come out. It's just like the, the original plan was to come out and like we wanted to come see you guys actually in San (laughs) Diego. Um, We
6: wanted to come to the shop. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Not much going on Uh, around here these uh, days.
2: Yes. (laughs)
0: Uh, That'd be awesome to have you guys out here though. That'd be great. Well, We'll take you down to the to uh, Thorn Beer and grab ourselves a beer down there. Maybe get ourselves a Rubicon Deli sandwich. You got to have a Rubicon Deli <laughs> <All right>. sandwich. <laughs> take you on the tour. Take you on the San Diego tour of I've all the great spots. i heard those are delicious. Uh, they're amazing. I know. You got to get yourself great a Dapper jokes. Dip.
4: <laughs> Dapper dipper <laughs> With the blue cheese bread. Uh, right. Get yourself a Dapper dipper. <laughs> I did have one couple, couple couple quick questions here I didn't get asked. Oh, shoot. Um, well, first of all, I want to backtrack to you know when those guys they I didn't told I hadn't told Pete or Dan what the deal was. So when they heard it, I could see both in their faces um, how gracious they are about that and how happy we are that you guys are willing to um, share your profits with us um, just for the sake of being good people and wanting to share your art and share the wealth with the world. I think that that's a beautiful thing. Doesn't happen that often, and when it does, we want to give our most utmost gratitude towards you guys for that. Um, and I also wanted to see kind of, you know, for the people that are out there that are pinheads and people that are listening, um, what are some of your most collected pins um, and which ones, what pin has sold for the most amount of money? Just to give people some kind of idea of what they're talking about. I mean, this isn't a Disney pin, folks. This is like something that is much more artistic than that, much more flavorful, much more rare. from the soul. Rare, limited edition, collector's item piece, and you know some of these pins are going in the upwards of fill in the blanks. What are where are you guys at in, in when they people are selling these back or? Oh man,
6: what do you think the the the, the quest wizard? Is yeah, ask? I think the.
5: I believe the Quest Wizard is the I one that's I, gone for the most.
6: I think the Quest Wizard auctioned off for five hundred and something.
5: Wow, for one. Pin. So we have these, <laughs> yeah,
4: for and one And it was sold.
6: Actually, that one was. I think we we did. Do you remember what quest we did with that one?
5: Oh man, what was that one? Was that the
1: meditation? No, that wasn't the meditation yeah. one. Wait, you you are the author of the Quest Wizard, the one that sold for five hundred some odd <laughs> Is that correct? I'm not kidding. That's yeah. correct. Wow, yes. dude, good on you. I thought that was like the world record pin. No. <laughs> wow, good job, man. There are, pins job, there man. are there
6: definitely pins that have sold for for
5: Much like more. Over a
6: grand. So see, I think I have <laughs> I think no, no one
5: of the records is like four grand. I think. And wow. what are you artist? So, I
2: didn't even I, know that. I
5: think so. Yeah, I I think I think a couple. I can't remember who might be a Ben Might may have had a four thousand. It's a lot. Wow. Some of these that have gone in auction
1: for quite a lot. Amazing. Yeah. Another- so we
6: we usually sell them for around 25 and then there's like an aftermarket of people that trade and sell and, and meet up at festivals and stuff. And so that's kind of how those numbers come about.
4: So who is the pin police, let's say, to make sure that, You know, you guys put out a pin that you say is limited edition. It's one of 75 pins. What prevents you from making another one of those pins? Just the forums, the groups kind of holding you accountable. If another 14 of 75 popped up of the seed of Friendship, they would know that you guys tried to double make the pin or something?
6: Yeah, I think that the the pin pin rolled, at least online, is pretty close-knit. And I think that people would find out pretty quickly if if an artist did that, Um, which I mean, I've I've seen several times where like an artist will find, um, like I've seen Haya for example, I've seen like someone has tried to sell her art on Amazon and she didn't approve of it, and so a bunch of the art, a bunch of the people in her group. Went and like put it on her group, and we're like, "Did you approve of this?" And so she was able to go and and get that taken care of. And so I think it would be very difficult for someone to actually be able to pull off mm. trying to sneak something like that.
0: It's a pretty well regulated within the community kind of situation. Well, the, and that
4: yeah, brings up yeah. this point of that there's like there's these sort of unwritten rules of the pin world right like once you have a pin that drops you're not allowed to resell it within how long of a period of time you're only allowed to trade it and maybe you can help me out with some of the things that are kind of the the rules of the game yeah. so to speak
6: so it's we really each each pin artist usually has a group on facebook ours is called rutherford roundtable Table. And you kind of make your own rules for each group. And so we specifically have a rule that is, like, you can't sell the pin for more than we sold it for at least 30 days. And it kind of makes it so that, like, people who aren't interested in the artwork can just come in and, like, buy a pin and then just sell it immediately for, like, a high price when they're not interested in it. Because then it keeps the people from who, like, the people who are actually interested in the artwork, it can keep them from getting it, um, and, and except for like a big So a then you have scalpers. So we,
1: yeah, yeah, scalpers. Yeah, basically scalpers. Yeah, exactly,
6: scalpers, yeah. So we try to try to to keep that um, away as much as possible.
1: Hmm. I believe it's the same thing in high-end automobiles. Not that ideal in high-end automobiles, but... <laughs> Same format. If you buy, I'm serious. Well, it's just crazy. I mean, people buy $10 million Ferrari and you can't sell it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's <Yeah>, good. Because <laughs> it's a collector's item, right? Yeah. It's an LE limited edition. You're supposed limited
2: to sit on edition.
4: it. S-
1: sit on it. I like
4: it. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> It's a whole new, it's a whole game. It's a whole world onto itself, a subculture that is out there bubbling and developing and creating artists around the world that um, make pins and are doing good and making a living, living in their van or living elsewhere. And it's awesome to be a part of it, somehow have um, an attachment to it. And I think Pete came up with a, a word here that we should add into this. Go ahead,
1: Pete. Well, uh, you were saying something about uh, support for artists during the pandemic by using pins, so I was calling it the pin and you should run with that. <laughs> uh, you guys have been together for five years. What's uh, what's your plans?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you making more hand motions?
1: No, you, you don't have to answer that. I wanted to ask it, but if you feel like answering it, because I feel like we, you know... I mean, we started out in uh, Wichita and Topeka, and now we're uh, roaming the earth in a van, running a business together, collaborating as artists. Uh, I mean... The Grand Artique right? does do weddings. Yeah, we do do weddings.
2: <laughs> we, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> we
6: actually, I think, was it this past year or was it two years ago, we talked to Super Top Hall. And oh crap, I'm not supposed to say that. So, okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway,
0: we're the only ones listening. Yeah, no one's listening.
6: What can I say? (laughs) Um, And uh, so, we've been engaged for what, three years?
5: Three years. So a short engagement. You
0: guys are really rushing into it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah,
6: It's a a big, big rush. No, but you're engaged. Uh I didn't know
1: that. So, so
6: yeah. Yeah. yeah, We've been engaged for, yeah, I think it's like three years or something like that. Um, but we struggle with like the idea of a traditional wedding and so we haven't found something that I mean, well, also we started our business like I mean months like a, a few months after we got engaged and so uh, we've kind of been focusing on that and we kind of been putting the wedding to the side because I feel like once you say yes to being engaged at least for us like we're, we, we always we already call each other like husband and wife, and then yeah, I think I think the getting married part is kind of for everyone else in a way.
1: <laughs> for squares, yeah, fucking hippies. man. Yeah.
6: <laughs> all
1: three of us are married.
2: <laughs> but we actually
6: formality. So, yeah, so super top Paul uh, said that he did he he did weddings. Yeah, um, yeah. I think a couple of years ago and that was probably like the the only thing that we've latched onto since yeah um that uh, we've been like oh my god that would be that would be the best yeah
1: yeah um, he's the the best, a pretty non-traditional <laughs> guy
2: uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> well well i uh i hope to see uh see you in white since you're doing non-traditional right i mean yeah i mean at least that's a very <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll wear the white. Okay, there yeah. we go. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> Gr- the Grand Artigas only going to need 25 I'll tickets wear, like, to your wedding. Brown. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I, I'm going to need – uh, I probably need like three comps to your wedding if that's all right uh, as well. <laughs> comps.
1: <laughs>
0: Dan plus three. Dan plus three.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: uh well thanks so much guys for coming on uh the podcast this week we really appreciate it and thanks so much uh w- for the pin drop that pin drop is going to be happening on may 22nd at 6 p.m p.m pacific standard time uh you can go to shop dot uh it's uh very humbling and it's going to be amazing i can't wait to see the piece yeah, it's gonna be great
1: you two are sweethearts i i i am humbled and i cannot believe that oh. you're 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 helping us out and it is a beautiful thing we are we are whew, that's a beautiful thing thankful you too. yeah we're <laughs> thankful that's the word that wouldn't come out of my mouth
2: <laughs> oh
1: all right well it's our pleasure guys oh, it's been gosh.
5: Really, really fun and, and thank you for having us on and and thank you for all of your amazing expression and all the fun that you guys provide to music festivals because like it's i've you know electric Forest was particularly you know changing for both of us you know the 2016 and and you guys really contribute a lot of really great culture to those like to electric forests in particular but as we've learned like electric four or sorry lightning in a bottle and so like thank you for what you guys do too thank you so that's it really okay. means a lot to to both of us to be able to help you guys out
0: Thank you so much. You guys, be safe <laughs> out there. Don't just don't crash your van or anything. Just stay yeah. dry. Oh, oh my gosh, jeez, be careful. It's it's wild out there these days. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we have Sally Falls, <laughs> Grand Arctic uh, Standard Bear. She's uh, gonna sing a little song for us. So stick around. And now I'd like to welcome to the podcast performer, production designer, artist, extraordinary human being, woman, one of my friends, somebody who sometimes hires me to do stuff, Miss Sally Grand Artiker, Grand Artier, yeah, Miss Sally May Falls. How you doing today, darling?
7: Hi, I'm good. How are you doing, Mister Dan Hickey? It
0: it is so good to hear your voice. It's been quite a while, and normally this time of year we're all ramping up and starting to spend a lot more time together. Uh, That's not happening.
1: Wait. Furthermore, furthermore, uh, you are a member of the Wandering Minstrels. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, Sally. It, da, Sally, you do it all.
7: I I am. I, I am a member of the Wandering Minstrels. And as a matter of fact, I started menstruating today.
1: Fantastic. All right. Well, that that leads us to the first topic everybody we have on. We talk moon cycle. Yeah. What's so?
0: (laughs) So is this the first day? How long does your cycle last? And do you usually need a bucket?
1: Do you start heavy? Generally, it's
7: 36 days. It's a long one, you know? It's a long one. And um, I'm actually synced up with the other ladies who I'm quarantining with. Of and one of the ladies of the Wandering Menstruals. So it's it's kind of interesting to see where the cycle flows when you're not in your normal in your normal life, running around and just kind of in one place, and who it kind of syncs up with, and right how how it goes. So
0: Which, cycle flows. I like that.
1: Cycle flows. Which like member that. of the Wandering Menstruals do you live with, or do you cycle with rather?
7: I am cycling currently. Hold on, let me check the chat. I think I'm bleeding right now with. <laughs>
2: who Uh,
1: who
7: is no miss federoff i'm bleeding right now with miss oh
1: cool okay you live there okay
0: wait no are you at you're at that house no no no
7: no no she's she's bleeding on her own but i'm bleeding over here downtown she's bleeding uptown
0: oh Oh. so there's a trail of blood leading from i love
7: this Mm. a a
1: river (laughs) if you will you can keep your trail of tears Wow, <laughs> we, we went we, there. We went. We are here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Gosh. All right. Let's cut. We'll take that from the top. And yeah, uh, not to tamp,
1: <laughs> not to tamp on a good a uh, good time. You know,
0: <laughs> that is a wordplay, folks. For yeah. those of us listening, tamp on a good. I we're like really
1: it. just trying to I'm pad the show do. at yeah. this yeah. point. Oh man, I was right about to get there. God
0: dang it. Ugh. I'll never win that game with you,
1: Peter. <laughs> 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 so, Sally, in your nor in your wow, I don't know that you have a normal life. I've watched you for a while now. So, you do production design, you sing, you, I think you act. I've seen your acting. I've seen yeah. you doing all kinds of stuff. Is this I'm correct?
7: All over the place. I'm a big old mixed bag, there, Pete.
1: That's beautiful. I like that. I feel the same way about yeah. myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm certainly. I have no I don't know how you categorize a lot categorize a lot of how what we do, who we are yeah. as far as in in like describing you know how so many people say I'm an architect or I'm a director or I'm a I I fix roads. Yeah. You know, I I don't know what you would how you would label me and I think it's the same thing with you because you wear so many hats. I think so many people in our community are like that where everybody just wears probably a dozen hats at different mm-hmm. times, you know, which is I don't know, makes you a jack of all trades but a master of none. I
7: actually had a a deep dive with myself the other night on exactly what I am creatively and it's interesting you bring that up because I got a chance to really meditate on on what it is I like to do the most and if I had to like choose one thing and what do I call myself and just kind of like swirling around all these different ideas because in this kind of like quiet time of work and production design you get to really explore different parts of your creative brain and i've been really leaning into music a lot and kind of thinking about like oh well could i like take that down a more serious path and then all of a sudden i was like i don't think i really have to choose i just i just can be what i want to be and i can travel through different mediums as i would like to so and then I, I kind of brought up this idea of labeling myself and like, what am I? Am I a production designer? Am I a musician? And I settled on, I'm an artist.
2: I like and, that.
7: And that's that's what I am. So I am an artist. And that's how I would like to move forward after the, quarant- after the world starts again. Let's right. just say
0: that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show uh, artist. Yes. <laughs> Sally Mayfields. <laughs> Falls. Sally <laughs> falls. Fall. You know how many times I've done that with you. I've called you Sally Fields so many times to your face. It's, it's
7: a, a, you know it's a common thing. Yeah. It's a
0: common thing. You well, calling me funny. common? You saying I'm common?
1: <laughs> no, common no, is no, not no. common. He's, He's uncommon. Like other <laughs> so yeah. Sally, so Sally, where where yes. where were you born and raised? And if they're not the same place, where where were you born and raised?
7: Um, I was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm on a farm, old, like an old farm type neighborhood that had been, that's now like sectioned off into like different like properties and like houses. So I live right outside of the city with my family um, that had like a, a lot of rolling hills and like places to play and a stream. So I kind of got like the best of both suburban and countryside world where it was suburban enough where I had neighbors, but I still was able to like play in the stream and um, like pick onions from like little like onion grass from the, uh, from the meadow, but still go in and see like a show and go to like a rave in Baltimore. So I kind of have this like weird cross section of um,
0: Small ugly. town life, but a connection to still uh, like just culture and art and people and well, you're also your yeah. your family. Where you come from? What did you? What did your folks do? Where were they? Did they were they accountants or farmers or what did they do?
7: Uh, my father is a fine artist. He's a painter and and um, he's also a faux finisher, so he does like interior work on like walls and murals and gilding. And my mother is a landscape architect with a background in costume design. So I kind of had like a very creative upbringing with a costume closet and the urge to go outside and to paint. And we never had like cable. I never really watched TV. So I was always like doing things with my hands and like creating and singing and um, always moved to do something that was creative.
1: So and that's wonderful to hear that in the big pause or the global pandemic that you've have, you're having conversation with yourself, and and you've settled on calling yourself an artist because it sounds like art was there from the beginning. The idea isn't a a new concept, but it's cool that you're like, nope, this is who I am.
0: Yeah, it's a process, right? I mean, yeah. for every bo- every person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes, like th- there's because there's a lot attached to that word, right? Artist, yes. art. Yes. But, you know, there's so many. It's like a, I don't know, it's, there's a, it's a, it's a loaded word. Yeah. Right.
7: Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. Uh,
7: And I think that's why a lot of us are so scared to use it. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, what, what defines an artist? Like, what is that? Right. And I never really even had that conversation with myself until the other night.
2: It's
7: like, I would think as my father's definition of it, an artist is a fine artist, someone that sits and paints and uses oils and watercolors and acrylics and paints a painting. But that's not necessarily what it like. It, that's not the only thing that it can be
1: defined as. Well, yeah. I've
0: seen you have be a part of a show, an art show. I've seen your work in an art
1: show. Wait, you do so, visual art too? Also, Sally.
7: I have. So, um, a lot of the like more tactile work that I do is production design and set design. But I was featured in a more of a, like an experiential. Um, art show where I was able to create a space and um, create like an experience within the space where I made a sculpture and designed the space that was around the sculpture and created a kind of like um, a sack that this performance artist would work inside of to interact with the space. It was all like very like black and white and color coded and matchy matchy Um, and it was playing with the idea of form and geometry being like strict geometry and checkers being more of like a liquid form. Um, so I was able to express something that like uh, to, to create like a piece of art and like a moment and put it into like a, a gallery type situation. That was cool. And that was the first and only time I've ever really done that.
0: Yeah. It was a fun night. That was a cool place. That was well, cool. Sally, I
1: so. yeah. it's just one man's opinion, but I, I, I think you're an artist I, I would agree with you
0: all right and since <laughs> we're since this is a uh an argument type show I'm gonna take the other side <laughs> no I'm gonna say <laughs> you're a laborer and a craftsman
1: <laughs>
0: no no I'll, say, I'll take it all you know all right. I'll take it all all right <laughs> uh okay so what were you planning on to for us today
7: um, I would, I'm going to be singing a cover of Django Reinhardt's Cuckoo. It's a French piece that is about, um, spring and cuckoo is a, a word. It's a greeting in French. So cuckoo is like, hello. It's like an endearing, like.
0: Cuckoo, life. sale. Hi. I love um, Django Reinhardt. I can't wait to hear it.
7: Yeah. So, um, it's sweet and it's getting warmer out even as we stay inside We are still seeing um, flowers bloom and the trees kind of open up and it gives like a
3: little bit of hope
7: to uh, us as we stay safe at home.
0: Yes, at least in a home and type environment. Right. All right. Uh, So ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening this week uh, to the Grand Artique Podcast if you have any questions or comments go ahead to the Grand Podcast at gmail and write me and let me know what you think if you want to be on the show give me a give me a little holler uh, no. or us yeah or us <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen Miss Sally May Falls
1: thank you for coming on Sally
3: Cuckoo coucou les rames verrides, coucou voici le ponton, coucou le beau soleil brilleux, coucou et les idées fieux, coucou enfants de